episode 19 of the Cuckoo Attack podcast. With me, as always, is... Patrick Hughes here. And I'm Chad Hembrock. Uh, today is October 24th, 2020. And we will be talking about a bunch of stuff. We've got our playlist, some Microsoft news, Amazon news, Nintendo news, and PS5 news. So a little bit of everything to go down the list. <laughs> so um, let's let's start this off with uh, we we have some new new news on the channel. We um, we have the podcast, of course. If you're listening to it, you've heard us before. Maybe you're new. Uh, we've had a YouTube channel for a while. Patrick does a lot of uh, full gameplays on there. Uh, so if you're a listener only, you can you can get a lot of video clips too if you uh, watch on YouTube. So yeah, so the, so the whole podcast goes up on YouTube video. Um, Patrick has his streams. Uh, occasionally we do uh, joint streams. We've done we've done one or two in person, and then we've done a couple uh, streaming as well um, remotely. So um, feel free to check that out. But uh, we actually just started uh, messing around with um, Twitch as well. So. We should be able to simultaneously stream between YouTube and Twitch at the same time. Something new for us. So if you're on Twitch, you should be able to find us at Cuckoo Attack Podcast as well on that platform. So check yeah. it out. So check it out. Maybe, maybe I'm guessing the next game we'll stream probably this week will be for our last game of Spooktober uh, streaming. We will do that infamous PT game that was stuck on the PlayStation 4. Because I've never played through the whole thing, and you can watch me get scared horribly. So <laughs> as I try to figure it was out, was that just a demo, or was that like the full game? It's just a demo, but like it has an end to it. Okay. Like, and it took people such a long time to figure out like how to get to it because the puzzles are really obtuse and like looping around this little hallway and stuff. And you're like, what do I do? So <laughs> cool. So uh, I guess with that said, we can jump into the uh, bulk of the podcast. So um, both of us have been playing some games, um, notably Super Mario 3D All-Stars. We both finished that up uh, 100%. 100% every single game. Yeah, 100% each game. (laughs) Me doing Galaxy twice. Yeah, he did Galaxy (laughs) twice with Luigi. I just 100%ed Mario. I didn't want to to go that next step. But why did you do that, Patrick? (laughs) I can confirm, listeners, that Super Mario Galaxy 2 is not hidden within the game. At least if you 100%ed it and all those times. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you have to dig deeper and do it backwards. I don't know. <laughs> while backflipping between each game. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I played in order. I started with um, 64, then went to Sunshine, and then went to Galaxy. And... Um, you know, I talked a little bit about it last time about Sunshine just feeling weird, Mario feeling really strange. Um, 64 was pretty, you know, that felt great. Went through it, loved every second of it. I love that game so much. Um, Sunshine had its frustrations for sure. Um, and I, I kind of went at it in a different approach. Uh, I usually try to just, okay, I'm going to 100% at least all the shines. Um, I didn't really deal with like, the blue coins that's what i was thinking so um i i started just trying to get every shine in every world as i went through them um but then i like i never realized this but you have to get to level 
seven of each world in order to unlock um, the oh. ending because of the Shadow Mario battles. So I kind of made that my goal of just, okay, I'm just going to get to level seven in all these and then I'm going to beat the game and be done with it. And I did that and I beat the game with uh, 69 stars, I believe is what it was. 69 shines. <laughs> 69 shines. So when I beat it with that, um, I kind of was like, all right, I'm done. And then I was like, I kind of want to keep playing this game now. <laughs> so, I don't know what it is. I kind of got used to the way it felt and it started to feel fun to me. Um, even though there was still some frustration, uh, there were still so many challenges that I never played before. So I started using the, let's show it sitting right here still. The official Nintendo GameCube <laughs> Mario Sunshine Guide, which I actually got from this man above me here. <laughs> um, I got this from Patrick, like, I don't know, a couple years ago. Um, but I actually used that and just tried to, like, just try to follow, um, like, a pattern of, like, where to go. And um, I didn't have to use it that much until it got to the blue coins when it got to the blue coins it was it was oh it is like 100 percent necessary for the blue coins yeah and even with the blue <laughs> coins like i used it as a quick like reference but even then i jumped to some youtube videos because it was just like the names in the book are very obscure <laughs> and it's like it's like jump on the tree i'm like well which tree so so i watched like spray a spray the lamp yeah You're like what yeah so um <laughs> But needless to say, I I went through and I completed the game. Uh, I think the hardest the hardest thing for me to do in the game, once I started getting used to it, the hardest thing for me was getting Yoshi to that island to <laughs> to then go to the poison river on the leaf uh, eight coin challenge. So I say, yeah, I saved that for last. Um, I mean, I got to the point where I was like looking up videos on how to glitch the game so I could get Yoshi to the island without <laughs> riding the boats because I just kept I kept like missing those jumps I just didn't um, have a, a good understanding of how Yoshi moved for whatever reason I just could not get used to it but then it finally clicked one day and I and I made it to the to the pipe in like the first try so um, and then when I got to the leaf level I got all but one coin <laughs> and I was like, well, I got, I got to go back to the beginning. So I actually, I climbed on the edge of the river and walked along the narrow ledge. That's like just as big as Mario. <laughs> and I tiptoed and crawled. Like, I guess you can't crawl in the game now, but I tiptoed the entire way back to the beginning. And then I missed the jump on the the leaf does respawn, and then I jumped and missed the leaf and died. <laughs> so that was you, you forgot to mention like the first time you did that level, there was a pipe at the end, oh. and you were like, "Oh, this will take me back to the start of the level." Yeah, that that was also annoying. <laughs> the first time I did it, I got six coins my first try, and I was like, "Oh, I only missed two. Cool, I'll just I'll go back to the beginning and do it." And I just wasn't thinking that if I went in the pipe, it would take me back out. So. So yeah, after that entire struggle of getting to that to that level, um, I basically kicked myself out of it on purpose and and had to, to start all over again with Yoshi. So I almost gave up at 119 shines because I was just like, this is ridiculous. But it finally clicked and I got it. I beat it. And 
it felt good. It felt good to beat the game again, uh, or to like 100% that game, because it's something I've never done. Yeah, for the first time for you. Yeah, first yeah. time ever. Um, I've owned that game since 2002. I, I got it. <laughs> I actually bought my GameCube. It came packaged with that game. So uh, it was the it was the Super Mario Sunshine Bundle Edition. So um, yeah, I, I've had that since high school and just never beaten it. So um, so then I moved on to Galaxy and um, it was okay. Like I didn't have a lot of trouble. There were like I didn't die a lot in the game. Um, I didn't get too frustrated in the game, but I will say that I think the camera sucks in the game. Um, <laughs> you're very limited to your to your options. The game kind of forces you in different camera modes, and a lot of that has to do with the gravity. And um, and I get that, I understand that, but there's just some times where it would flip, and then I'm running the opposite direction, or or I would just randomly be running in a circle now because of the way the camera moved and that was kind of messing with me sometimes. So I will say that I think the camera on Galaxy is way worse than Sunshine and and 64. Lies. We are of very differing opinions here. <laughs> but no, I, I definitely because, think so. Because playing Galaxy at, right next to those two I feel the exact opposite. Like that game is far superior in every regard, especially the camera. <laughs> if it was a like, free it camera, is so purposefully, masterfully, like orchestrated, like what you should be paying attention to. Yeah, I don't know. And... <laughs> if it was a free camera, I'd agree with you. But it's it, but the fact that there's like specific sections where you can't move your camera to the left or to the right it's like come on <laughs> like, don't need to for those moments it would it, you <laughs> you don't and i'll give you that you don't need to but it would make life so much better if you could <laughs> but but i did have fun with the game um i i 100 of that game i i actually did it in order so i completed each each level as it would allow me to um, by getting every single star that I could throughout you know each galaxy or dome and then um, I uh, I beat Bowser and then I got all the purple coin challenges um, the same way I just did the orders that it allowed me to do mm. um, so yeah that was that was fun uh, the purple challenges weren't too bad um, the, the one I struggled on the most was the, the battlefield in the garden, which was like the second the, to the last. The Dreadnought Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that's what it yeah. was. I forgot the name and of that, it. And that, that's also my hardest one. I, um, it's just very tricky. I did, probably died, I'd say, at least 10 times trying to do it. And a lot of it was like, you know, I'd, I'd miss a coin and it was like, oh, might as well just, you know, just <laughs> die now. But the good thing was is that you they give you two one ups on the first level yeah. so you get a one-up yeah. right at the beginning and then you get a one-up i believe they like, expect right at the end, so. you to die so it mr mario <laughs> so i remember like <laughs> i i i would miss a coin but then like the first few times i played it i was like all right i missed the coin let me just see what the rest are so i can just kind of learn the pattern um <laughs> and really the only the only thing that was giving me trouble was um near the end was jumping the uh, the lasers to then land on the thing and float to safety. Uh, I died on that like two times and the first time I died on it I had I had all the coins and I had 90 I had like 92 <laughs> coins at that spot and the last ones are right there. 
<laughs> and uh, that's where I died. So that was a little that was a little annoying. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I finally got it, and it said ninety nine, and I went into the to the star, and I thought that there wasn't another one, but then they set you up with the last one. Yep, yep, the last coin yeah. just in your view. You're like, yes. yeah, because I was like, no, I missed one. How did I miss one? I was like, I'm on a, I'm on rails. How did I miss one? <laughs> Uh, I yeah. guess I did have trouble with the with the, getting the ones on top of the thwomp too, and then getting back onto the um, getting back onto the thing because you know mm -hmm. I mean the first two or three times I just kept missing that timing, but then like I finally got into a rhythm where I'd like jump and then like do a, a long jump through and then crouch and immediately do a backflip on top of it. So <laughs> and then I would just like long jump off onto the other uh, thing. I, I was would like do a backflip wall kick off the thwomp spin and then like somehow trick myself back yeah. on top of it. Yeah, I did a lot of that in the um the uh the honeycomb galaxy. Or not the the reversed one where you have to race through the like um you have like three minutes to collect all the purple coins. And as you're mm -hmm. climbing up that thing to get to where that mole was that you fought, um, I was doing a lot of that where, you know, you had to like wall kick, like long jump wall kick and then spin to get onto like the, the higher sections of the tree as you're climbing up it. And, yeah. and those blocks are like just, just high enough for you to have to like grab the edge and waste a couple seconds to, to get up there. But, <laughs> but that wasn't too bad. I actually enjoyed the, uh, some of the exploratory ones. Um, the, the lava one was the last one I did, and that was, um, it wasn't too bad. I think I died once on it, and that was just poor management of my health. <laughs> <laughs> Touched the lava by accident, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, the, the collection was awesome. Like, I haven't really touched my Switch until getting that game, and my overall playtime was 70 plus hours based on my uh switch statistics so uh i say uh 60 bucks well spent in my opinion <laughs> i enjoyed every minute of all of those games there's there's a lot of lot to love in that package yeah. <laughs> so is there anything you want to say about it now anything else uh i mean i i enjoyed it the the whole experience it definitely got me on a mario kick which i'll talk more on my individual games because i'm still playing mario in some form but yeah i love mario galaxy it's so good that's that's i just love that game so much so i still have i personally have not played mario galaxy 2 i've played just like a handful of it i played maybe 15 stars if that um, oh man! So I I really hope they like release that individually or some in some form like after March. I don't know what their plan is, but I hope they do it. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be cool. I mean, I'm tempted to play it. I mean, I have you know I have it on the Wii. I just never for whatever reason I just never got into it. And um, you know maybe I should just do it now since I'm already on that kick. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I think my next game is gonna be Luigi's Mansion Three, which I have set up right here. Um, That's a good one. It's too. already it's already in my <laughs> Switch. It's a game that I haven't really touched in over a year, and um, it's Halloween, so it's it's a good time to get into to that type of game. So I think that'll probably be my next game. But 
Um, so I guess the other game that we've both been playing is again a Mario game, and that would be the. I mean, it just came out in October. <laughs> so. Yeah, so that was uh, Mario 35, which is the Mario Super Mario Brothers Battle Royale game. So yeah. pairs you up against 35 <laughs> people, um, kind of like Tetris 99. Uh, as you Except less. <laughs> yeah, just less and a little more fair, honestly. Like you don't. I don't feel like you have to be a really good player like a like a top tier player to to win mm -hmm. which is nice um you really can just kind of take your time and as long as you rack it's up almost just like playing mario but with like a bunch of enemies <laughs> a little more chaos with the enemies but at the same time it's like it's not that chaotic because you could kill them just as you would like any other enemy with fire power or star power yeah. and then the roulette the roulette wheel um really helps with that too because i've noticed a lot of the times if you're in a situation with a lot of enemies you almost always get a pow block oh yeah or yeah. you'll get a super uh, superstar so mm -hmm. you um and and there's always superstars in the levels so if you played mario enough you'll you always know which brick has a super <laughs> a superstar mm -hmm. in it so that's kind of what the, my strategy is i always kind of use the warps and go through to levels that i that i really know well and yeah. um i just I, I do feel like knowing the levels definitely gives you an edge in it um, yeah because so you don't learn the levels yeah cause, learn where the secrets are because you definitely don't want to go to like i'd say the worst level to be in in that game is um what is it two 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 it's the one with the platforms oh the, isn't that um two three 1-3? 1-3. Maybe it's 1-3. Yeah, the one right before the castle yeah, yeah. with the tall mushrooms and the moving Yeah, the, those. that's yeah. probably the worst one to get just because, like, you kind of have to go slow, so you kill a lot of time there. Yeah. Um, and then some of the jumps are tough, too, because you've got the, the Koopa Troopas, like, on the edge and the paratroopers, like, they're, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a pain sometimes. You, you have to take <laughs> your time. Because, yeah, you have to take your time in order to not die, but at the same time, you're like, I want to go fast so I can get more time. Because, <laughs> really, that's the one thing I've noticed about this game, is it feels more like just a battle of endurance. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Whoever can live the longest and get the most time to keep living, and then eventually someone will make a mistake and die, and you win. Yeah, so. <laughs> the, first time I got, the first time I got second place in it, like, when I was in the battle for second place, like... I, my hand started shaking because I was like, I gotta win this, and I just I wasn't feeling too hot either. But like whatever reason, like I was just sitting there playing, and I was like, Oh man, oh man, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win, and I started getting like nervous, and then I lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, No, uh, but but it was fun. Like it was it was a lot of fun um, playing that. Um, I did end up getting a first place finally, and since then I haven't really played too much. Um, mm -hmm. but the game, the game is a lot of fun. Um, I, I still, I enjoy Tetris 99 more just because Tetris is, I don't know, I've always enjoyed Tetris. I just find it relaxing. It's just, you know, yeah. a quick puzzle game, yeah. even though it is chaotic with like the garbage dumps and stuff, but I just, I, I really enjoy Tetris. It's like the perfect puzzle game. So, <laughs> and I, I kind of like Tetris 99 more also in the aspect that it feels more of like a challenge to strive for. Like neither of us have ever got that coveted Maximus yet. And I don't know, getting that first place in Mario 35 already. It's like, well, I did it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I mean, 
because I was wondering, I was like, I should, I was like, I should be able to get first place of Mario eventually, and then like, yeah, sure enough, it was like, I maybe played ten matches, if that, and I got, you know, I got the first place out of it. So I was like, okay, that's <laughs> that's cool. Um, Tetris ninety nine, the best I've gotten was second. <laughs> Which was awesome. That's pretty darn awesome. But like, though. but when I watched the like, I, I typically finish top twenty. I'd say typically top twenty. Um, occasionally I'll get top ten, but yeah, I haven't got top three in a very long time. But I have gotten top three like five or six times maybe. But just those those players are so good, dude. And it's all about <laughs> who you get matched up with. Yeah. Like it's just insane. Some, sometimes, <laughs> like, and it, when I died, I like saw the guy's screen who like beat me, and he was on like he had like one line at the bottom. It's like, how am I gonna beat that? Like, <laughs> so I think there's more depth to that game. There's more depth to Tetris 99 as well, just because of like KOs and um, attacking people and just the way it works because Mario I feel like it can it can work against you too if you're dumping enemies to people and they just keep killing them like yeah I, I almost feel like giving your opponents enemies is helping them in a way because you're giving them more time because yeah. the more enemies you kill the more time you get so I'm like I don't know there's something like it's fun but something feels flawed in like how it's designed yeah. i don't know yeah i mean They're, it's they need to tweak it in some fashion it's definitely fun though so yeah. um but check it out if you haven't um i mean it's free for switch online cool. so yeah definitely worth checking that yeah, out yeah it's definitely definitely worth playing as a free a free perk there so um i think that pretty much covers what we've both been playing um, other than the next game that I've been playing, or I, I played, we've we finished it. Um, Patrick was was a witness to this game. Um, yes. <laughs> we've we started playing uh, Ace Attorney Justice for All. I we've mentioned it either last podcast or we yeah we we did mention you were playing it, but we hadn't men- mentioned that you uh, have now finished. Yeah. It. <laughs> so so we finished that and uh, you know some streams online and. Uh, a lot of fun that game's that game's a lot of fun um that series is just really good i'm looking forward to jumping to the next one um i haven't just because i've been playing so much mario that that's been my focus over the last month so <laughs> and it's been just about a month to the day where i beat beat that game so um now that i'm done with that uh, i have some more free time i'm kind of basing my next gameplay around when the ps5 launches because <laughs> uh, I have a lot of PS4 games I want to play, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I never played a PS4, so um, you know, Spider-Man is going to be like right on the list for me. Um, but with that said, um, I will eventually start up uh, the stream of the next uh, Ace Attorney game in the list, which uh, which is about trials and tribulations. Yeah, trials and tribulations. So I'm looking yeah. forward to see what quirky character they throw into the mix oh yeah yeah. (laughs) well i'm trying to remember the next prosecutor's name i think it's like godot or something okay where he's like always drinking coffee and (laughs) so yeah that game's great though i I just i love it it's just fun and and i didn't feel like was that i didn't feel like it was too unfair we we looked up i think we looked up a a handful of stuff in the very end if that like just one or two things that were Oh, it was when you had to like present the same thing you've already presented. When yeah, when you had to like double back on the same 
testimony, which was kind of annoying. Yeah. But other than that, but other than that, it's 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 a really fun game. If if you like that kind of stuff, check it mm. out for sure. If you like um, you know if you like courtroom dramas, <laughs> check it out. It's the the stories are pretty crazy, and and there's a lot of twists and stuff. And and even if there's not a twist, you can kind of guess like, okay, that guy's the killer right away. And <laughs> and it's still fun because then you're like, we know he's the killer. Why can't we prove it? And the game just keeps like you know. Yep. keeping you from yep. doing it so that's it, it starts eating at you where you're like i just want to finish this case and go to the next one come on <laughs> so um that was fun i'm looking forward to checking out the next one and like i said um you know i got luigi's mansion 3 next uh most likely and then uh hopefully my ps5 pre-order comes through and then i'll be playing <laughs> spider-man and the mike morales expansion so that's oh, all right. I've been up to. <laughs> so, yeah, when I was uh, typing up our talking points here, I realized I played a lot of games <laughs> since we last recorded. <laughs> so hopefully I don't drag this on too long. It's but... <laughs> been about a month since we recorded, which I didn't realize yeah. it was that long until I, you know, we pretty much recorded the day that Mario Odyssey or that Mario yeah, uh, e even for a month I'm kind of surprised how many different games <laughs> there are here but uh, um, hopefully some I won't talk too long about all of them but uh, uh, Fall Guys season two started recently which has been fun to get back into uh, because it introduced a whole bunch of new uh, games into the rotation this uh, season is medieval themed, so a lot of the games are like big swinging, like buttress axes and uh, boxes that you have to like push and climb over and stuff. And uh, lots of the new costumes are like dragons and wizards and orcs, and just so there's lots of cool new like uh, looks to unlock and stuff. So that has definitely added a nice bit of spice to the game to get back into and now there's like a new ranking system to kind of level up again um i think one of the coolest changes that they added to it is now there are two modes that you can select before you play so you have your regular main mode which has all the games or every few days they create a specially themed mode where it it picks like a handful of the games that go with a theme. So like sometimes it's like all slime based games or all races. So um, if you like the theme that they came up with, you can play just those games and it's kind of fun to have a focused kind of selection. Um, so yeah, that is another fun battle royale game to play if you aren't playing all your other battle royale games. <laughs> um, then for our channel here, we've been streaming a whole bunch of spooky games we mentioned earlier uh, for the month of October. So if you've missed them, you can check them out still. I've, so far, I've played uh, Limbo, Luigi's Mansion, and Little Nightmares. So all really great, pretty short games that you can play and enjoy for, for Halloween. And like I mentioned, I think we'll end with PT if you are fortunate enough to still have that installed on your PlayStation. Don't ever delete it. Because um, <laughs> otherwise you can't get it back. But uh, next, uh, me and my brother have been playing one of the free um, Super Nintendo games on Switch Online. 
uh, Mario Picross, which is Japanese only like version, but still you can play it. And you really don't need the English because um, it's just kind of like it's kind of like Sudoku meets uh, I don't know, like Etch a Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah. <laughs> I don't sure. know. I've never played it. I've just seen the pictures of it. Well, the Sudoku part is like on the sides. They give you numbers of how many blocks should be like chipped away in that row or column. And then so you're like going through rows and columns like, all right, so there's one here. There's two here. So there should be one right there and chip away. It's like Minesweeper. You're like, Minesweeper. That's Minesweeper. what I was. Sudoku meets Minesweeper. Okay. There you exactly. go. That's a better analogy. <laughs> And then the fun part about it is, like, as you start to make, like, a chip away and try to figure out what the picture is, you're like, ah, oh, I think I know what they're trying to make here. And then you can start kind of, like, guessing, like, all right, this is probably where they want me to chip. And you don't even, have to, like, look at the clues. And and then once you do finish the picture, it, like, reveals it in color. And then sometimes the picture even animates and stuff. You're like, oh, that's so cool. There's a little diving person going off a diving board. <laughs> and it's just like... That's cool. Uh... So it's really fun. I've I've since like looked for the other Picross games on eShop and marked them on my wish list just to see if they ever go on sale because I would somewhat appreciate it in English only because um, the very early puzzles in Mario Picross they tend to be like Japanese characters and stuff. I'm like, well, I guess that's a cool picture, but like it means nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what letter that is. Yeah. <laughs> There's um. Yeah. I, there was a lot on the 3DS for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, I think there were a lot of 3DS Picross games, too. Yeah, I think, but, um, I think there was one. I may have it, actually. I think I have, like, a Zelda one. That was... Oh, yeah. That was, like, I, think, I think Club Nintendo had, like, a Twilight Princess Picross. I feel like I got that, because it was, like, uh, Platinum Points or something like that. Once yeah. They, once they I think you could this. still get it if you want. Yeah. yeah. Th- that sounds familiar. <laughs> I sh- oh, my 3DS is right here, actually. I should just fire that up while you're talking. Let me see. I'm going to do it. You, you can talk. But, yeah. I am kind of addicted to Picross now, and it's really fun to play with my brother in the sense that we just, like, take turns doing a puzzle, and they're usually only, like, maybe five to ten minutes, and then we pass the controller back and forth. And even as we're, like, the other person's playing, I'm like, ooh, uh, go go to the third row, and they're like, okay, oh, I see what you mean. And you're like, we're, like, talking each other through it. So we're, like, solving it together. Have you, uh, you've only played it with him, like, in person, right? Uh, yeah. You guys have... I think there's a two-player mode, actually. Though. You... We just discovered, like, last time we played we were like oh <laughs> so we might try that next time where i think you can actually use two controllers to play at the same time i was curious if you um if you have tried um playing it oh i do not have that pick cross game for what it's worth sorry <laughs> um have you tried the like the streaming two-player game like where you can play with another person on nintendo online no, I forgot you could do that. Yeah, she can give that a try and see um, Maybe. see if that helps. Or... Yeah. And at least that way you guys don't have to just wait until you're, you know, yeah. hanging out. But I don't know, it's something fun to always look forward to. Yeah, that's true. Doing, I'm already pretty much like halfway through the game, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least they do give you that online guide so you can read it in English if you need to. Yeah, yeah, they give a nice like, a like tutorial video, video yeah. how to play, so check that out if you're interested and like confused what the heck is going on uh watch that video (laughs) 
Um, and so the next game I played after I finished Mario 3D All-Stars, because I kind of put this down and then to pick the back up was uh, Paper Mario Origami Team. I went ahead and finished that game. And I'm surprised in the fact that I enjoyed the game from start to finish. I'm not going to lie. I had fun. <laughs> I had fun watching. Like, I watched a yeah. lot of you playing that game. And as much as I, it pales in comparison to, like, Paper Mario and Thousand Year Door, like, I cannot deny that it is a fun game. Um, I think here's a weird thing. I don't know if it's, like, really a Paper Mario game. It really feels like a Zelda almost adventure game. Yeah. Which is weird to say. Like, there's a whole Wind Waker boat section. There's, like, these three temples that are, like, wisdom, courage, and power, where you're collecting, like, relics and stuff. It's all very, like, puzzle-focused. There's all these sorts of, like, dungeons throughout the game that feel like Zelda dungeons, like the Fire Temple and a Water Temple. And... <laughs> And those were like the most fun moments to me, like going through all those sections and solving puzzles and stuff. The combat is definitely the worst part of the game. Yeah. Um, not that it isn't interesting at first, but it definitely gets repetitive to the point where you're like avoiding battles. And it's also very easy to cheese if you don't care about it. Like you're just like throw 500 coins because you have 10,000 and like Toad solve this for me. All right, thank you. That's enough. I I got 300 coins back from that battle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I saw from you playing it as well. Yeah. So. And then. Um, I'm kind of glad I yeah, didn't pick it up because of the battling. Personally, I think I would get. I think I get a little upset yeah. with that. The ba battling sucks, but I cannot deny that the rest of the game is so polished, so charming that I enjoyed it from start to finish. Um. And even as stupid as the like overall story is, uh, um, yeah, the writing is just so charming and like it is memorable in its own way. Um, it's just, I see so many things that I'm like, I would change this, this, and this, and it would be an infinitely better game. And uh, it's disappointing that it doesn't hit those marks in those spots because it, the rest of the game is just so good otherwise so yeah, yeah. it has so much potential <laughs> um almost done here uh last two games here <laughs> you're good I, I rambled for like 15 minutes on mario so you're good <laughs> uh yeah so after still on the high of mario i have now since started playing super mario odyssey again replaying that my goodness, is that game so tight with its controls. It really does feel like the culmination of all the 3D Mario games perfected. <laughs> Other than that, there are just so many moons in that game is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like they took a note from the blue coins into Mario Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. But at least this has the benefit of like giving you clues, like where to find the moons and all of them are located within the same world. You're not like chapter selecting and stuff, like looking for certain moons. Yeah, so, that's, that's the worst part of Sunshine yeah, and 64. So. And even Galaxy for that, like you have to go to specific, you know, challenges to get the second star. Yeah, the fact, the fact that you stay within your world and it just keeps going and you're just 
hopping around, having a good time. Is Odyssey is just so good in that regard. So, so would oh. you say out of the, do you like Odyssey the best? Is that the best 3D Mario out of the collection? Whew. I know we had it. We we did release our top Mario's before replaying them all. Yes, and <laughs> no matter what we say, that is going to be the definitive Cuckoo Attack list. <laughs> Our own personal opinions may change, yeah. but Cuckoo Attack has deemed that Mario 64 is the best. <laughs> so, but my own personal opinion used to be Mario Ga uh, Galaxy. We'll see how I feel after replaying Odyssey, but those two are like neck and neck with each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, the controls are just so good in Odyssey. I, I have to. Admit. I think it, it it really does like playing them all back to back really does make you like you know appreciate or judge the games um, mm -hmm. against each other like very well because because it's all fresh. Like I struggled with Sunshine because I didn't have a long jump anymore, and then when I got to, <laughs> then I got so used to it when I got the Galaxy. I stopped long jumping <laughs> and I was like, Oh wait, I can long jump in this game. <laughs> so like that is definitely, I forgot to mention with 3d all-stars It is such a stark difference. Like moving between 64 to sunshine and sunshine to galaxy, just cause of exactly that. The long jump and the crouch being missing in sunshine is like, and using the flood is like, they feel so different when you jump between those two games. Yeah, it's, it, it was definitely <laughs> tough for me to like wrap my mind around it. So, so I can see the jump from Galaxy to Odyssey feeling a little better without having that gravity camera that I was complaining about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, and you know, I remember playing Odyssey and loving it. So, um, it's funny yeah. watching you play it just for like five minutes before we started recording. I was like, maybe I'll play this again. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. I, I will say the one thing I forgot and remembered is it's the the achievement cap of like what you need to beat it is the bar is set so much so lower low. compared to all the other 3D Mario games. It's like you can beat that so easily in that game, which I guess is fine for for younger players. They have an easier time of beating it, but it's like I think you only need like a fraction of the moon's compared to like how many stars and shines that you need in the other 3D Mario yeah, games. The ending to that is so good. <laughs> but it is so much fun. It's so good. So the good. ending is awesome. I, I, love, I love how it gets into like a power rock opera as you're like, everything's falling around and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. And so much fun. And the fact that like, um, there's just, there's so much to and, do after you beat it though as well. Like Yes, oh my God. And that that's the other thing, oh my gosh. Yeah, once you get to the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, I'm, I'm still somewhat salty that uh, Mario 64 didn't get that super duper like <laughs> remaster treatment because it looks so gorgeous in Mario Odyssey. I'm just I love it so yeah, much. As soon as I got to that area <laughs> and was able to buy that that costume, that was the only costume I wore for the rest of the game <laughs> uh, was the Mario 64 costume. Yeah, yeah. We should stop talking about Mario, though. We've been talking nothing about Mario for, like, the past three podcasts. And so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people listening to this are going to be like, how much Mario? Well, we're 40 minutes into our playlist. So. <laughs> all right. All right. So let me just end real quickly. I don't have much to say about it, but I've been playing, just started playing the ever popular Among Us game, the 
deduction game where you're like these crewmates trying to figure out who's an alien amongst you as you run around a spaceship doing tasks. It's kind of like a deduction game meets WarioWare. <laughs> because uh, as crew members, you're like running around a spaceship and the tasks that you have to do are just like random little mini games like drag the leaf out the pipe or turn this dial so that you can <laughs> turn on the radio frequency or something like that. Um, I've heard it's fun. But there's... I haven't. It's fun. It's a lot of fun, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, there's always one or two two imposters depending on how many players you have and just like when you are an imposter it's so much fun like killing the other people and when you're not it's just like oh my gosh what just happened I see this dead body here who did it who did it and we call an emergency we meeting <laughs> I found this body so was it you no no I'm, I'm reporting it it's just like <laughs> yeah that's funny well, I saw this person walking off in that direction, and it's just like <laughs> the finger pointing is just so much fun. Um, I will say, like, if you play it enough, though, it does get to the point where you can start making strategies that kind of break the game. And so it's kind of up to the players to kind of keep the game fun if you don't want it to become like foolproof or anything like that. So adding your own kind of custom rules makes it a lot of fun too cool. um yeah I'll have, to tr I'll have to try it out with you guys um yeah it's just yeah every time you've you've asked me to play it i was either like last night i was watching a movie and then yeah, yeah last yeah, week fine, i was last week i was upgrading my joy cons Ooh, to show. Nice. looks so good snes joy cons so nice snes joy cons <laughs> with a d-pad on the left oh it's so good it's so nice i'm I'm super impressed with that, like, setup. <laughs> and it was 15 bucks on Prime Day, so... Very nice. ExtremeRate.com. Go get it. It's good. Get it. <laughs> and if you know how to do it, it's, it's, not, that, it's not that hard. There's, there's some good videos online. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. But... Uh, but, yeah, if you're interested in joining for Among Us another night, uh, it's $5 on Steam, or uh, you can play for free on mobile devices. It just has ads after you finish the match, so... Yeah. Um, definitely worth checking out. It's a pretty cool game. Cool. But I think that should do it for our playlist. Right, well, that's a 45-minute <laughs> playlist, so hopefully, right. hopefully you stuck around. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll jump into the news topics. little break and the first thing of news we have on our list here is that microsoft has acquired zen max media which means they have acquired bethesda yes <laughs> so that was kind of like out of nowhere <laughs> yeah the crazy thing they they made that announcement the exact day before the xbox series pre-orders went so <laughs> <laughs> was it before the pre-orders or was it before it was um announced 
or like when they showed it the xbox i'm pretty sure it was one day before the pre-orders i can double okay. check though yeah <laughs> i don't remember for sure but um but that's that's pretty big i mean like i personally am not into a lot of bethesda games um i mean they have some 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 very big titles that, they definitely like, have some big names that, that includes elder scrolls fallout doom just to name those three yeah. not to mention wolfenstein dishonored prey the evil within there's that new ip called starfield that they're working on um so <laughs> yeah it's it's i think it's it's great for them i mean yeah. you know you think about that like everyone always says xbox doesn't have exclusives it's like well now they have all of those games that are huge sellers across you know all platforms um so it really sees like are we gonna get those games on other consoles now i would personally think yeah. no <laughs> um it'll be very interesting to see what they decided to do like i can definitely see at the very least they're probably gonna do timed release yeah. for sure yeah. to promote their systems um Maybe they'll come out to other consoles still because I mean, if it's still like money going towards them, so yeah. Um, and they you've seen Microsoft being kind of more lenient recently, especially the way like with Nintendo releasing uh Ori and Cuphead and games like that, so yeah, for sure. Where's our um, rare replay? <laughs> no, that yes, <laughs> come on, Microsoft. Um, and they also stated that uh, previous agreements will stand, such as uh, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. They're, those are still releasing on PS5 as timed exclusives because those agreements were already in place before they got bought out. Yeah. So, um, so that's pretty. Those cool. games will not be affected in that way. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, Zen Zenmax is a is a it's a Maryland local business. Um, so actually, there's I think there's a guy I play hockey with that actually works for Zenmax Media, which is pretty pretty interesting. I don't <laughs> I don't know what he does there, but I I've I've saw um, this guy's profile on our Facebook group, and I saw that he uh, worked at Zenmax. I thought that was that was pretty interesting, and I need to talk to him to find out if uh, they need some system administrator. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. As you said, like personally, between the two of us, we could care less about these games. They're not kind of like they never gelled with us. Yeah, and that's why. And that's why I would never be able to work for that company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as much as I was like, that's our only local like video game company, really, and it's it's a big one. But it'd be like, I could see that going bad, like in an interview. Like, so what what games do you like from our companies? None of them. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but um uh, but yeah like i don't know like it's funny because doom doom was always like huge for me like that was a game i always loved as a kid i think it was just because like of what it was and when it came out and when i played it um you know it was the first of its genre essentially doom wolfenstein um so when they did these new you know remastered versions or like completely you know rebuilt games um i was excited for him but i just can't get into him like i have doom like the first doom that came out that they that they redid and it's cool but like it just doesn't keep me in the game i don't, I yeah, don't know why. I, I don't know there's there's something about it it feels kind of stagnated at this point in the industry that it doesn't really pull 
me in the same way as yeah I, I feel like when it was like when it was on pc and you're playing in that like 8-bit graphics and stuff it was like this is like in that time it was just like this is uh, yeah at the time like, it, yeah it definitely kind of was like whoa what is this and just like like playing with your headphones on and hearing that breathing as you're playing you're like yeah. Like, oh, you like looking behind your shoulder like <laughs> and like now playing the new ones to me like it's more um it's more just about like the gore <laughs> like the mm -hmm. gore aspect and chaos like when i play because <laughs> like i mean yeah doom doom has always had like you know it's it's been like chaotic in a sense but it was never like overly done at least when yeah. I played like can I played through I played one two and I played three and even in three at least up to where I played I didn't feel like it was too bad as far as like the pacing of it but like or like the enemies and stuff like that um I just couldn't like I I went through like the first two or three sections of that game and I was just like nah I'm done <laughs> or I'll save and I'll be like oh yeah we'll go back and play it and then I never do because it just didn't pull me back in um yeah I, I i tried the demo of the new doom and eternal yeah talk, talk no no sorry sorry i meant doom whatever was the first the one, one. Yeah, okay. yeah so and yeah talking about games that you play to relax that that is not a game to relax yeah. and i was just like i felt so stressed the entire time i was playing it like i always had to be killing something i was like <laughs> and i was just like I can't do this. Yeah. This is not a game for me. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> like I thought it was cool. I mean, it looked it looked great. Um, yeah, like yeah. the you, like the steam would like fly up on the screen and stuff, and the blood would come on the screen when you're like you know <laughs> killing demons and stuff. It was it was really cool, but like I just it just didn't suck me back in. And I was playing it on PC too, and I love FPSs on PC. So, <laughs> but it just I don't know, just something about it just does not pull me back in anymore. Um, Elder Scrolls, I never really enjoyed. I played Oblivion, which everyone loved, and I... The, the, the real question that is this, uh, will the new Elder, or will Elder Scrolls uh, uh, get released on PS5, yeah. as it's been released on every system known to human humanity? Oh, you, <laughs> like, you mean uh, Skyrim? Oh, Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim, Skyrim, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's an Elder Scrolls game. It's the last yeah. one or whatever. But... Will Skyrim... <laughs> stop being ported to other systems at last <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see if that happens or not um but yeah i mean that's just my thing i've never really enjoyed the games like they just don't pull me in for whatever reason and everything's got that like i feel like every game i've played from bethesda that, that bethesda jank that like shiny <laughs> texture like feels yep. weird i don't know it just doesn't do it for me and and you know that's that's just my opinion it's <laughs> But but people love it, so it's definitely a, definitely a big noteworthy story. So definitely wanted to mention it here. Yeah, and I, I said I think it's a, I think it's great for Microsoft personally. I mean, for them, I mean I'm sure <laughs> consumers will be upset. Um, you know, especially I, like non. But Microsoft has definitely become almost like a monopoly at this point with how many companies they are buying. I'm wondering when enough is enough, and like what. I want, I'm very curious to see the fruits of this labor soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of that's Game Pass. <laughs> so, which, oh, dude, yeah. That's a lot of Bethesda games that go to Game Pass now. Yeah. 
and Game Pass is amazing. So speaking speaking of Game Pass, our next news story will transition very nicely to this. <laughs> yeah, and that would be uh, Amazon's Luna system that they announced, um, which appears to be it's it's using the AWS cloud, which is uh, kind of like what Stadia does, but the difference mm-hmm. being that. This is a subscription that actually gives you access to the games. You don't have to like purchase the games like you do on Stadia, which is <laughs> I never understood why the heck Stadia did chose that. I guess just so you don't have to buy hardware. That's my only thing. And I and I know I they were I, I so went on confident in their model. I went on record yeah. saying that I thought Stadia was cool, and I I do think that that's like a future. But yeah, like I think streaming is you know a will be a big deal down the road but um but yeah i mean until somebody does it the right way because purchasing games like nobody wants to spend 60 bucks on a game license when you don't even have a (laughs) console or a physical you like really it just seems weird it seems really weird you're not even i think it's ahead of its time in that sense that i don't think public perception is ready for paying that much for digital ownership of something that you are even just you don't even have a control of how to play it yeah for sure (laughs) so um but yeah i mean amazon's doing this i mean this is this depending on how this works it will be the like official netflix of gaming you know what i mean like yeah so it's only six bucks a month which is very reasonable absolutely um i think as big as competition is is obviously a game pass so yeah and apple arcade on the iphone and apple arcade is a uh, pretty notable too yeah, yeah so um yeah i think apple Arcade is more smaller scaled games but it yeah. is but i mean it's they still have a lot of like indie developers they're so very like quality like indie games yeah for sure yeah. i think it's even cheaper so yeah so um but yeah, Game Pass definitely, I think, might have the advantage at the moment in terms of like library size. So I think so, so as well. But you have so game. One thing to mention here is Game Pass is four ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is what on PC at least, and then you can get, uh, and that that means you have to download the game. So like you can download it, and as long as you have an active license for Game Pass, you can play. And that is a big distinction right there that in itself the yeah. fact that you can download and then play off um without having like stream it yeah. or you're playing it based off your hardware um on your mm-hmm. pc so you're not dependent on the cloud or anything like that um so with that said there there's also there's game pass for pc and game pass for xbox so i don't know if they'll eventually merge those two together i really hope they do because uh, Microsoft also added EA Play to Game Pass, mm-hmm. which I want to play my hockey games on my PC. So I'm hoping <laughs> that that happens in some some form. Yeah, I don't know if they've uh, <laughs> specified or clarified how that will work. I think yet. they have. I don't think it's on there, but um, but okay. regardless, like I hope at one point that will bring it over here because it just becomes a unified system. Um, but with that said as well, is that with, I believe with Xbox, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, that gives you both. And mm-hmm. that's still on your Xbox. You're still downloading those games out of that library and playing it on your hardware you own. And then there's xCloud, 
and xCloud is their streaming service. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember what that costs though, because um, I personally haven't looked into it because I have a PC that can play any game that I want to play on it. So, um, right, it's, right. It's never been a thing. So that would be it. Oh, that would be it. There are so many services to keep track of. That now. would be its <laughs> biggest competition. Um, that would be its biggest competition, I guess. So it looks like it says okay. So here. It comes with part of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate at the moment, it, okay. which is fifteen bucks a month. So for ten bucks more or nine bucks more than what this Amazon service costs, you have the streaming service, which you can stream to your iPhone or I think actually it's only Android right now. I think they're still working on getting yeah because uh, it's Microsoft. I think it's only Android. Well, I think they actually at the moment. I think they actually uh, are about to release an iOS. Uh, comp- okay. capable either app or browser um, browser based location and that's something that that Amazon's doing as well is that they're doing it through HTML5 so it can run right on your oh, phone yeah. natively so they don't and that was an interesting part about the Amazon Luna story is that they are circumventing those uh, Apple iOS store fees by uh, doing it through an Apple browser instead yeah which is smart. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Yeah. You, if Apple starts blocking the web, it's a Fortnite epic. Take notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if Apple ends up blocking the, you know, their website or something, then yeah, that, that that's gonna bring up some issues legally. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm all for this type of stuff because I think this, regardless of how much I love physical games and owning something. Um, it's inevitable that this is going to be the way things go. Um, companies have a bigger audience they can reach through streaming. Uh, they have less fees as far as like you know distribution fees, everything else. Um, it's easier. Um, it's you know they don't have to worry about just any manufacturing errors, anything like that. It's just I feel like it's it's definitely the future. Um, so it will be interesting to see how um, Luna and xCloud work and see if that changes Google's approach with Stadia because paying for games to play remote or is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but <laughs> but, um, but a streaming you know monthly service is, is great. So I think it's, it's yeah. the way to do it if you're going to do it. So... I will cling to physical edition as long as I can. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, uh, but I get it. Yeah. So I get it. So other than that, we've had some some more Nintendo news come out this week, and the first thing that came out, or not this week, within the last month, uh, we had Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity uh, gameplay and some trailers that came yep, yep. from. Um, there was there was first the Tokyo, Tokyo Game, Game Show. Show, and then and then since then they've been kind of dropping these like little story trailers. Uh, I think they've done like three at this point. Um, and it looks really cool because of how much it looks like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like how one to one it is. The Breath of the Wild is kind of amazing what they've achieved. Yeah, that part looks awesome. Um, but I'm still like, eh, but... I don't know. Because, like, <laughs> I did go. Yeah. I I guess it was. It was around the time they announced this, and I think I may have talked about it last podcast. 
yeah, yeah. When using you went back to you went back to Hyrule Warriors and just played a few minutes of it. Yeah, it was just doesn't do it for me at all. So if it's and and unfortunately, if you didn't like that, then because of the uh the warrior dynasty warrior gameplay i don't think your opinion is going to change with this one it looked very much the same from what they've shown yeah. of just slashing through hordes of enemies and not really much to do with zelda other than the theme like aesthetics and the story yeah so um that's a shame so i mean i might end up getting it still just because it's a Zelda <laughs> game and, you know, put it in my collection, but at the same time, like, I I probably won't play it. Maybe I'll hold off and get it down <laughs> the road, um, you know, once it, maybe it goes on sale or something, unless it's limited like everything else that they've been releasing lately. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, the gameplay does not appeal to me. I am somewhat interested in the story, especially if it has any ties to what will be Breath of the Wild 2. But uh, if it doesn't really have any ties, I feel like we already know the outcome of the story in that sense. Um, yeah, I feel like, what can they add since it's like a prequel? Yeah. So, like, I don't feel like... So, so what, what what they've shown so far in the trailers has been somewhat interesting. Uh, they've shown kind of first look at the mini-guardian... They showed uh, a young Impa, which, uh, you know, that little old lady uh -huh. who's, like, really short. They show her, like, younger and actually, like, before she shrunk into an old lady. Um, <laughs> so she looks cool. She, she looks just like your, her daughter in Breath of the Wild, the one, the peach birthmark one. I don't, I forget what her name is. <laughs> um... They show stuff with the Yiga clan, uh, which one of the members of the Yiga clan looks very... Kind of gives off the vibes of that one uh, Chica who was a betrayer in a sense in the Breath of the Wild. So you might get a little of his backstory, which is kind of cool. Uh, there's this mysterious robed figure talking to the Yaku clan that they show um, who almost gives us kind of like, uh, I forget how you pronounce his name, Agnaham or whatever, the evil sorcerer of like to the best. Yeah. Kind of gives out those vibes. Um, People are theorizing that he might be the fortune teller that's kind of alluded to in the Breath of the Wild DLC. The fortune teller who uh, kind of prophesied the calamity coming to the king and then told the king to get the guardians. So in a way, it's almost like a trap, kind of setting the trap for the guardians. Um, and they also showed off the... Uh, that big Korok with the maracas, Hetsu. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to be in this. Um, it's almost kind of weird in a way, like how much Breath of the Wild stuff is in this game, considering it takes place like a hundred years in the past. I don't know. It feels like... Did all this stuff just like carry on through like a hundred years of generations where people just paragliding and finding Dekus a hundred years ago? I don't know. <laughs> Koroks. Yeah. <laughs> So, in that sense, it almost feels somewhat like fan fiction, but... <laughs> it feels like, because, like, if I thought about Breath of the Wild, I would think that, like, you know, the hundred years, the the planes would look drastically different. And then everything yeah. kind of, like, like the massive... So the fact sword. that they're making it so identical is kind of somewhat off-putting to me. Like, I feel like I would like to see more differences, in a sense. Yeah. 
So they kind of really illustrate how destroyed it got Actually, in a hundred years. Actually, the hole in the plot here is... <laughs> I don't know. I, I might be, be over, overly critical there, but that's just kind of something I've noticed that's, like, I think is why it seems a little off to me. Like, is the Deku tree, is it gonna, like, be there? Did they show anything for that? And, like... And they might put him there, and we might look exactly the same just because it's a fan nod. I'm just yeah. like, I don't know. Or, like, the Master Sword, like, the whole big thing they showed with Breath of the Wild when it first came out was, like, showing the Master Sword rusted and, like, you know, yeah. like, is this one going to show, like, that area not overgrown so, and not... Yeah, I don't, I don't know having this story for 100 years ago really adds anything. It almost seems like it's taking away the mystery that was Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So, so yeah we'll see and hopefully we'll get some news on the second one <laughs> before that's we... that's really all i'm looking for yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um so other other nintendo news we had a smash brothers fighter pass eight seven which one was this seven i think this is seven. seven was announced <laughs> and released on october 13th and that was smash brothers and Minecraft. So I gotta say, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that for sure. Um, I I have nor do I am I happy about it. But <laughs> I I don't care. I mean, you know, that's I I've seen videos and opinions and like kids uh, that love Minecraft are like stoked. Yeah. And that's cool. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy for other people. And the amount of work they, like, put in to make it work yeah. is pretty cool. And, like, Kirby becoming, like, a Minecraft character. and Okay, Block Kirby is adorable. <laughs> that, that, yes, yes. And yes. That the fact that you have, like, resources, I guess, for Steve. Like... So that, that's the thing that blows my mind. It's like, kind of crazy. Like, Sakurai is a madman. Like, the, <laughs> the effort that he goes to make these characters fits so perfectly into the smash brothers is absurd and it's not and just the fact that he, he he went into like every stage like hundreds of stages just so he had to tweak all of them so that they could be mined for resources because of this character yeah and like and, and it's that's the thing like just adding a character is not adding a character it's like yeah. it's literally like if that character's game it's like that character's game got injected into smash like that's yeah. the way it's been um for for all this stuff so um again like i i personally don't care um i'm not gonna buy it but for the people <laughs> that you know are excited cool i mean it doesn't affect me either way it's definitely interesting <laughs> i i still like the fact that it's nintendo and microsoft partnership so it is showing that yeah. you know microsoft yeah. so 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 the only reason i'm like somewhat disappointed is because personally i would have much preferred someone like uh master chief from halo and smash brothers i just think it would be more microsoft and more interesting like the stage the the battle moves and stuff the music would be so good yeah, Halo's music's and awesome. <laughs> so seeing seeing minecraft take that kind of place not to say that master chief still couldn't get in but it seems less likely in that sense now yeah i wouldn't expect um, it personally just because of like you know because <laughs> now with banjo and minecraft it seems like they have quite enough representation in smash brothers um so that that's that's the only 
disappointed on my end and obviously I'm not going to play this character because I'm not a Minecraft player and how injected this fighting style is into his character is like the antithesis of like what I would want to play as a character in Smash. I do not want to be mining resources so that I can attack and just like it's nothing I want to do. Yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it is I gotta give him credit. It is the most unique character I've seen yet added to Smash Brothers. The fact that, that is a character that you have to mine for resources and like power up your moves and the fact that every stage has different types of resources based off what it's made of and like it is so different and I will give it credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, the one thing I know you're excited about and I would have been excited about if I was still collecting them, uh, the new amiibos that are coming out, and uh, yes. that banjo, that banjo amiibo looks amazing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm as soon as the pre-orders go up, I'm getting that. Yeah, banjo kazooie amiibo. It looks really cool. The, the, the piece de resistance that is uh, <laughs> on the on the amiibo is the fact that he's like stepping on that little golden jiggy, and it's yeah. just like so nice looking. Yeah, it's pretty cool. As soon as I saw that, I was like, ooh! <laughs> I was like, I don't yes. even, I don't even collect these anymore, and. That looks pretty, pretty sweet. So. so I was like looking at my Amiibo stand, like, where am I going to put you? I'm like, all right, I think Duck Hunt, you're going to have to come off so Banjo could go there and we'll find a different spot for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I forgot to put one note on here for Smash Brothers. Uh, they also showed some me costumes. Yeah, which were pretty interesting. Uh, the two most, I think, notable besides, like, of course, there are Minecraft costumes. Um, one was they had uh what's his name from no more heroes they, oh yeah travis you know, um travis yeah, yes touchdown. Travis touchdown, yeah. He, he's going to be a me fighter so that, that more than likely kills his shots as a as a main fighter yeah unless this is some kind of masterful uh troll being done by no more heroes which they are known for trolling <laughs> but i i doubt it <laughs> yeah and then they also had a Kind of another deluxe me fighter, although it doesn't come with uh, music or anything, but uh, Bomberman. Oh yeah, I saw Bomberman too. I, I completely forgot about those. Yeah, so, that's cool that those those me fighter costumes like look really good. They do. Yeah. I, I might be tempted to pick up Bomberman and for like what is it like fifty cents? Yeah, I'm like, they're so yeah, cheap. Like I, I think I I bought Cuphead and I think I used gold coins to get it because yeah. it's like all right, cool. <laughs> like Cuphead's Cuphead's sweet. <laughs> like, like his little, his little finger shot. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, but so I, I I like the the fact that some of these me fighters are getting like really detailed costumes. It's it's a fun way of adding those characters and still kind of fitting within their themes. Yeah. So cool. So that pretty much wraps up uh, Nintendo. Unless you want to just go ahead and jump to the what they just. We killed since we're kind of on the Nintendo. topic. Yeah. Um, so they just announced uh, like two days ago that there is going to be a Fire Emblem translation uh, finally available from the NES game Shadow Dragon and the Blade very, of Light. Very first game of the series. Yeah, so the yeah. Never released outside of Japan. So the game is, uh, it's been remastered. They added, or not remastered, um, 
No. <laughs> language translated. Add some quality of life improvements besides It looks like the big thing that yeah. I saw was like rewind, wasn't it? They added a rewind and like, I don't know, I think save states and stuff. So, and... so here's my so... thing about that. Like people talk about, so it's, it's six bucks digital. Like I have no interest in Fire Emblem at all. It just doesn't do it for me. Um, I still think this is cool because they're translating stuff that never came out here that, you know, people have known forever. It's not a fan translation. It's official. Um, mm -hmm. And that's really cool. Um, and, and I get the argument of like, well, they translated it, so we should pay them for that translated work, whatever. And it's cheap. Mm -hmm. It's six bucks. That's cool. But at the same time, it seems like what they're giving you is already included with a Nintendo Switch Online service. Because like, <laughs> well, the fact the fact that it already exists on the Japanese well, account. that too. So it, it exists for free in <laughs> Japanese on the Japanese uh, Nintendo Switch Online NES app. But like, rewind and save states are already included <laughs> within that app and mm -hmm. service. So it's just. It's weird to me that they would do it this way, and it's like they're specifically doing it to to get that extra six bucks for the translation. Yeah. So it's just kind of like okay, but you're. I feel like if if they started doing more of this, they might get more people compelled to like sign up for Nintendo Switch Online. If if they were more like, yeah, oh, we have these games that are yeah. exclusively translated on our service. Um, but again, like I, I have no interest in this series. I don't think six bucks is a bad price to pay for it. I mean, it's definitely you know, that's that's a decent price for a game, and they did put some work into it. I get it, but like, I don't know. I mean, I just it's just it's something that I could almost entirely see them randomly announcing, like, and all of a sudden the first Fire Emblem's coming to Switch Online for like the first of january or something you're like oh my gosh that's so cool and instead it's like you can buy this game from us for six bucks that we've already released in japan and the the, the difference in like presentation of how you're releasing this is kind of eyebrow raising yeah. it's not it's not wrong it's just like oh yeah okay. it's it's just interesting <laughs> and like the way they announced it was pretty cool though like talking about like you know smash brothers melee and using Marth and having like kids talk like, you don't know who Marth is? Dad. You haven't played Fire Emblem? And it's like, you know, it's it's it was cool because um like uh, we both said It was cheesy. It was but cheesy, cute. but yeah. I want that same commercial, same advertisement with Mother Three and Lucas. Oh my Lucas. gosh, yes. Just, you know, I know people talk about problems <laughs> with, with Mother Three, but it's there's no reason. Like, come on. <laughs> like, uh, the only reason I, I really like this is it gives hope for Mother Three. Like, you can do it. Yeah. You can do exactly what you just yeah. did right there. Just, just change it up the character. It makes so much sense though. Keep the script. You can, you, you can use the exact same script. Change yep. the name. <laughs> you could. You really could. And the uh, internet would break if it happened. <laughs> and you can charge way more than six yeah. bucks. You could charge me like 30, 50 bucks. But see, I don't know. here's the thing though. With Mother 3, I wouldn't I wouldn't care if it was six bucks. And it's not because it's Mother, it's because there's no Game Boy Advance games on Switch Online. 
This mm-hmm. game is an NES game that already exists for free in the Japanese eShop, in the, <laughs> in the Japanese app. So it's kind of like, six yeah. bucks, really? Okay, you know, whatever. But Mother 3 yeah. doesn't yeah, yeah, exist. Yeah. There's no, there is no Game Boy Online app or, you know, Game Boy app for Nintendo Switch Online. It'd be a first of many, many different principles. <laughs> and it just makes me think, like, like, Earthbound Beginnings isn't there either. Is that gonna like come out? But Star Fox Two is on the SNES app, so it's just yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. And uh, so strange. Very weird the yeah. way that they're doing that. Uh, some other weird parts about this announcement. Uh, so first off, they they also announced that there's an anniversary physical edition coming out for this. It's fifty bucks. Which so like. <laughs> Which basically comes with a whole bunch of artwork and like a fake case for it. And so all that fifty stuff. bucks is—I don't think fifty bucks would be bad if two things. Which you can you can <laughs> you can go ahead and finish probably what you're gonna say. Here, here's the weirder <laughs> part about it: is a physical edition that does not can't contain the physical game. It's only a digital yes, code. Yes, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, the, the thing I was going to uh, say is that they're giving you a, a clear NES cartridge with the Famicom, like a black box, like an NES black box, like style, um, label, which is cool. But at the same time, I feel like it would have been really cool if they, if they made like a limited anniversary edition that you could actually use in your nes if you chose to that would be cool oh my that gosh, would no. be cool <laughs> for for those physical nes collectors that would be insane people would like freak out if nintendo released a uh an nes game in 20 there's no way they're gonna do that but what what will probably happen out of this i mean people have already, i'm sure this game's already translated people have already been posting pictures online that oh i already have this for my repro you know on my repro games so people already have it on NES <laughs> cartridges but i thought that would be cool now it wouldn't be 50 bucks if that was the case <laughs> but <laughs> but i just don't i don't get the, mar- the market for that would be too small for them to justify yeah, maybe. it <laughs> but i think that would that would have been cool if if they actually released a official nes game in 2020 that would be cool. <laughs> Even though it's a game that I don't care about, I think it'd be it'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and the other another odd thing about this, which is what they're also doing per the Mario 3D All Stars and Mario 35, is they they're making this also a limited release until the end of yeah, March. Something so big. Both both the physical and digital something's version. Something's happening in March. There has happening. to be something going on, <laughs> whether it be a, a complete overhaul of like the online service or like a new I, switch. I stand by my theory. <laughs> There's a new switch model coming. They want to sell the old switches, get people to buy these games while they can. And then all of a sudden it's a slam new switch model. Buy I just too. don't get why like it's like a new switch model comes out why would these games go away you know that's that's what's making me it, it just drives the urgency to buy yeah. the old for switches sure. I get sooner that. for those who haven't bought I get yet that. so while also driving sales of these yeah, games it's, it's definitely strange <laughs> but hey as long <laughs> as the new switch 
honors the the same Switch Online because my subscription's active until 2023, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just kept getting uh, free codes, and I was like, okay, I'll add another another year. Why not? So <laughs> that's cool. I haven't had to pay for Switch Online at all. <laughs> That's so, funny. Well, I mean, I guess I, I paid for it once, and then the rest were free or gifts or something. So, <laughs> but that pretty much wraps up Nintendo. Um, That's all at least Nintendo. as of now. Yes. <laughs> um, it's funny because like I'm not even really like direct hungry anymore ever since getting Mario. <laughs> so now that I finished it, I'm like, okay, okay. I I do want to know like what they have in store past. Uh, Hyrule Warriors, yeah. and I guess they have 3D World and Fair. Yeah, we have besides Pic- that, there's still at the end of this month, right? Or is that next month? That is true. That comes out, I think, next okay. week. Yeah, so, so Pikmin 3 Deluxe is coming out as well. Yeah, I did play the demo of that on the Switch. It was pretty cool. Um, controls felt a little weird. I didn't try all the control screens though, so I think there's might have been a better control scheme to use but the default one felt a little off so well with that being said we'll get to sony at this point in the podcast this is the wasn't much that came out um it was like a a 10 minute video on the Mm -hmm. user interface for the ps5 so um like i mentioned i'm excited my ps5's pre-ordered i'm hoping that there's no snafus with that <laughs> but um <laughs> i i haven't had a playstation in forever so i am a little excited for this um just to get it in my hands and start playing some games so checking out the user interface is pretty cool um it seemed very snappy from what they showed mm-hmm. um my, my the first thing i noticed about it is just it was so fast yeah. that looked awesome everything was quick (laughs) um the 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 biggest thing that stuck out to me like picture in picture i thought was pretty cool has a picture in picture thing where you can basically like play a youtube video or play something else in the background like in a little window you could share some your like friends yeah. game feed while you're playing a game and like snap it to like a side like of the your screen. party chat now will let you share your screen through through your your party and you can watch like your friend which is which is funny because that's basically what me and patrick do through discord when we play games we just share <laughs> each other's screen and you know start playing yeah. so but the fact that i could do that now like on my playstation on my sofa and we could play together is yeah appealing it's to pretty me. cool um I thought that was really neat. The biggest thing, though, that I thought was just, like, interesting, very interesting, was the the way that they demoed this. They said it would only be available in games that it was, you know, programmed by the developer for. But it was um, achievement cards that would allow you to, like, jump into the game in a specific spot for like challenges and stuff i thought that was really cool um mm-hmm. and it and it literally like they showed for like what was it um little big planet or whatever it was sack yeah, boys adventure things what it was sack boys adventure yeah, yeah and they were like <laughs> oh look uh you're 33 done with the game and this is the next challenge on your list and you could select that challenge hit the button and boom you're in the world and you're at that spot to start that challenge 
which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. I mean, I'm not really big into achievements, but you know what else was really interesting that I noticed about that because uh, I rewatched it. Um, apparently, it tracks your playstyle as you're playing, so it kind of gets an idea of like your how fast yeah. or likely you are to mm -hmm. progress through it. And then it pulls up, you look at an achievement or something, and it will predict how long it takes for you to yeah. finish that. It'd be like, this is probably going to take you about 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty Whoa. cool. I mean, I think that's really neat the way, like, depending on how it works and like, um, you know, I'm sure it's going to depend on the developer that's, you know, making the game. I mean, you, you'd have to assume that like first party Sony games are going to have this built into it. You would imagine. <laughs> If not, it'd be a very, it'd yeah, be a very Nintendo like... <laughs> move of like putting in a voice chat app and then not having any games in the voice chat app. <laughs> but, uh, uh. but, but I thought it was really cool. Like the, what you said, yeah, it, it'll track like its estimate of how long it'll take you to like complete challenges or complete levels and stuff. And um, that's really cool. Um, as well as it has basically a built-in game facts into the console which yeah. is really cool it reaches out to the internet i'm assuming and it will it can pull up videos and they'll even like mm -hmm. not have spoilers and then you can just stuff. snap that video to the side and play side by side with the like tutorial as you're playing yeah like if you get stuck <laughs> you can just like right from you don't have to pull out your phone and look it up and like okay let me what do i gotta do like i did when i got all the blue coins and mario you just snap yeah. it on the screen and go <laughs> okay it's you know you do the same thing so I think it's pretty cool. Um, you know, it, it gives you that ability to like progress in a game without feeling completely stuck um, very easily. So I think that that's, that's a pretty... Yeah. Those are really cool quality of life improvements. And if anything, this almost just made me like relook at my switch and be like why haven't you done the most basic things in three years yeah <laughs> where are my as folders? much as i love the switch yeah i wish i had a way to sort my games <laughs> i'm like look at this why can't you do something <laughs> like like i just opened up my 3ds and i had a folder called zelda and it has all my zelda games in it <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so it's, you know stuff like that it just so yeah i got i got a little angry with my switch after watching this ps5 <laughs> video not that i hate my switch or anything but i'm like what what happened yeah. that's all i was like it's been three years what it happened is really strange <laughs> maybe that's what we're gonna get in march yeah, I don't know. Something, something's gonna happen. I hope. But yeah, I, I know. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for the PS5. Um, you know, my my take on this before was that the um, the Xbox X was not going to be my my console this time, just due to the fact that my computer can play it and Game Pass is available. Um, it just doesn't make sense for me to mm -hmm. to continue with that that platform now you got so many so many playstation and games to look yeah forward and to. it has 99 percent backwards <laughs> compatibility i think there's a list of like just uh yeah what were what were the they announced eight games that it you was like, like joe's play. diner or something like that no joe's <laughs> diner like that, or... seen seen with me yeah or some like karaoke <laughs> games like okay that's that's perfectly fine so um yeah it's that's pretty awesome uh i was hoping it would have like 
um, lived up to the rumors that were going on where it would be like backwards compatible with like PS1 through PS4. Uh, that would have been amazing <laughs> just because I my PS3's busted and I barely played anything on that console too. I played I played quite a few PS2 games, but that I guess you can finally give me back 3D. that uh, Heroes. 3D dot game Heroes, then. Yeah, I want to play it, but that requires me like fixing my PS3, and I don't want to <laughs> deal with that. And PS3 will probably never be emulated, so it's gonna be like <laughs> ten more years before we have any break on that, where it's like actually playable and good. But yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for the PS5. Um, other. Yeah, man. Less, less than Other a month. Than the, the PS controller, because I really am not a big fan of the PS controller anymore. But I am, I am curious to see what this new controller is like. I, I always love when they try to redesign a controller just a yeah. little bit. I just love yeah. the Xbox controller. Um, I actually put on my <laughs> Amazon list for uh, for my family. It was asking me stuff to get me for like the holidays, and I was like uh how about the new xbox controller <laughs> that way because because the one i currently have is from the original xbox launch and i thought i had it laying over here but i don't um it doesn't have bluetooth so i can't connect it to my iphone so i can't uh, okay. use it for like steam streaming to my iphone or xcloud or anything like that so i i was like well if i at least get a new one It'll be one, it'll be a fresh controller because I'm not using like a controller I bought in 2013. And you can use it with with my my phone, my computer. Now I have the adapter for my computer, which is, which is great. Uh, And it works with my, with my current one, but to have the one that's Bluetooth enabled, I think would be, would be key. So, so that's, that's my plan for this gen and we'll see, (laughs) we'll see what Nintendo announces in March and I'll probably be buying a new console. (laughs) (laughs) so well that pretty much wraps up uh everything we wanted to talk about tonight unless you've got anything else so So, um we will uh we'll stream patrick will be streaming that that last game for yes pt hopefully chad will join me if not you can just watch me get scared by myself (laughs) i might definitely have to tune in for that i tuned in for little nightmares that was cool (laughs) uh i never played that and i've been interested in it so it was definitely cool seeing seeing you play that because it had a lot of like inside vibes on it. So um, <laughs> that was that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think I'll definitely try to tune in there so I can you know watch you get scared. Um, <laughs> we've talked about maybe streaming. Um, what was it in, until dawn? That's your time. Yeah, about? I don't know unless we play a lot like during this week. Yeah. But it might be a little bit too long of the game to finish october yeah, at this point so, so maybe we'll save that for yeah, another and time and we could always but... we could always do the phoenix right the next phoenix right game too we could we could record that or, or stream okay. it as well but but those okay. uh <laughs> you know those play times are, are always late evenings eastern standard time <laughs> so, and sometimes <laughs> drag on for like two to three hours but but they're but fun we could it's definitely an option yeah, yeah. so some spontaneous yeah, streaming so yeah just keep it out keep a an eye out for that and uh check the check the twitch channel if you see that uh hopefully that multi-streaming uh works well it seems to in our testing we figured out some of the quirks we were having and mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, it's something we probably should have done a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but for those two viewers we have right now, thank you for sticking with us struggling for, for so long. 19 episodes. <laughs> and the audio quality was pretty bad through the first five. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, that's where we have a lot, most of our yeah, views. So. <laughs> they probably left after. They were like, this is getting better. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that will end this night. Everybody have a fantastic evening or day or morning whenever you hear this. And until then. Happy gaming, everybody. And we'll see you next time in the next generation. See ya. <laughs>